Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about the habits that daily Bible readers have. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about some habits that we can learn from those who have successfully been trained to root themselves daily in God's Word. And this can be a habit you form for any time during the day. Just find a regular time in the day and narrow in on it with your mind for the next 10 minutes with me. For me, I'm going to focus on the morning. What we do, I think, in the first few minutes of our day is truly revealing about our priorities. That's where habits start. There's no Bible command to specifically set aside that time for study and prayer, but our morning routine does say a lot about what is most important to us. What are our priorities in that hour? For some of us, we prioritize some extra sleep. Others, uh, reading emails. Others, scrolling through social media. Whatever it is, that's the tone we set for the rest of the day. So the first thing that we really need to do and what regular Bible readers have done is take stock of what our current habits are. Would we proudly and purposely write down what we do in the morning on a list? You know, some we might. For instance, in the morning, we might write down, I wake up, I brush my teeth, I read the paper. Others or other habits, they might not be as purposeful. I hit the snooze button. I play a game on my phone. I skip breakfast. You know, think about that right now. Be honest with yourself. What is your current routine? Not the idealized form in your mind, but the day-to-day reality. Take a moment to actually visualize that now. When your alarm goes off, what do the next 15, 30, 60 minutes look like? Now, once you have that pictured, what is the cost of those things? Your habits are not free. They take time. They take money and energy away from something else. And you don't simply add a new habit into your life. You have to replace a habit to add a new one. So ask, what do I need to do in the morning to make room to read God's word? We've read before about how Jesus uh, did it one morning. Matthew 1.35 says, very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, he left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. You know, Jesus, he replaced some extra sleep with private prayer. Maybe that's what we need to do too. Or maybe there's something else that we can push until later of the day or a habit that we just don't need at all. But ask yourself, what practically needs to change to make room for daily Bible reading? Whether they're conscious of it or not, every daily Bible reader has gone through this kind of cost-benefit analysis. They've looked at their routine and they've sacrificed habits that stood in the way of reading. But the only reason they did that is because the reading became their priority. And by manipulating that cost-benefit equation, they developed this focus in a number of ways that we can learn from. First, daily Bible readers increase the cost of bad habits or neutral habits or even good habits that stand in the way of their reading. You know, perhaps the most common way that's done uh, is by eliminating distractions. Jesus, he left the house in the morning. He got away from everyone else. So it would have been harder and therefore more costly for anything to distract his prayer. If Jesus 
who had a, a mind that we can't even comprehend did that, perhaps it's something we should consider too. We overestimate our attention. And we think that we can do all these different things at once. We can have our Bible open and the TV on and the family running around the house. And not only is that going to give you a headache, but it's going to make it very easy to fall into your old normal habits. Everything is within arm's reach. And so the cost of habits other than reading is low. You know, like Jesus did, find a way to separate yourself. Put physical distance between you and your distractions. That's going to increase the cost of falling back into your old habits, and it's going to make your reading more focused and meaningful. It's not always distractions, though, that, that we need to address. For instance, uh, if you have a habit of sleeping in, and that's what's getting in the way of your daily reading, set up an alarm that's going to ring on the other side of the room until you wake up. That's going to increase the cost of sleeping in. And we could list other examples too, but I think that's enough. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says that there is no temptation that has overtaken you except such that is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. You know, of course, Paul is probably giving the Corinthians encouragement for the times they face with very difficult temptations, big things, but this applies to little things too. Our little habits in the morning are nothing that cannot be overcome. And by increasing the cost of our bad habits, we can make our priority God. That's what daily Bible readers do. They pick a time and they guard that time to be in God's word and overcome the temptation of other habits. But whatever little steps we might try to form habits, they're just supplements. You know, we cited the example of Jesus, uh, of what we might do, but that's just what he did one morning. We know other mornings he did different things. So it's a good example for us, but it's not a binding ritual we must follow. And our other tools to form a habit of regular and meaningful Bible reading, they're never going to achieve their goal on their own. In the end, the word of God is supernatural. It is beyond nature and our natural ability just won't cut it here. So second, in this cost-benefit analysis, daily Bible readers increase the benefit they feel from reading, and they do that through God. You know, our perception of God's Word is going to change how eagerly we read it. And so if we want to stick to this habit, we need an accurate understanding of how important the Bible is. And that kind of understanding goes beyond our natural knowledge. Hebrews 4.12 tells us just uh, uh, how incredible the word is. He says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You know, this book isn't just a book. It's a, a sword that cuts into us and, and reveals who we are. And if we are just reading this word like we are any other words on paper, daily Bible reading will never make sense. You know, what other book would we wake up an hour, half an hour early to read every single day? If we understand the true nature of what we are holding, I'm not saying that we'll never forget about that or it's going to become easy to carve out the time to read, but it's going to make a whole lot more sense at least. It will make sense to sacrifice other habits for a habit of reading. You know, for Christians, putting ourselves in a position 
to hear from God and his word should be as basic of a necessity as eating and as great a gift as life itself. You know, while Jesus was fasting in the wilderness, Satan offered a way for him to curb his hunger. But our fully human Savior said, quoting Deuteronomy, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God in Matthew 4.4. 4. You know, Jesus, he saw the incredible value in God's word and obedience to it. And it was more valuable than physical food ever would be to him. And if Jesus needed that word that much, how much more do we need it? So there you have it. Everyone who reads the Bible daily has, whether consciously or not, done a cost-benefit analysis that increases the costs of other habits that they're tempted by and increases the benefit that they see in the Word. And we can do the same thing. When you wake up, before you choose what you're going to do, which habit you're going to choose that day, pray that God will open your eyes to see the Word for what it is. As the psalmist put it in Psalm 119.18, Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see wondrous things from your law. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad that you did that with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.